0: CHAPTER 6 EUGENE'S TRAINING, PART 1 As he arrived to the U.S., he had to go through weeks and weeks of paperwork, some shading and some not, and get all his affairs in order to get a new life in the U.S. Working again, he was a chef in a restaurant nearby the airport. Eugene doesn't remember much about his first months in America, but he does remember getting to the recruitment center in Tallahassee after just a couple of months. More likely, January 1940. He also remembers being harassed by his accent and Italian looks. The his plans changed. Originally, he, want, he wanted to be in the infantry, but he was advised against it if he wanted to get to the action soon. At the time, the US was not directly involved in the war, and the probability of being a participant was very low. Just that year, the US government had decided to stay neutral, despite its help to Brits and Russians alike. His two options involved his previous experience as a pilot. The to become a pilot in the Army Corps in the US, or in the Royal Air Force in the UK. The first and more immediate option was to become one of the volunteers joining the Royal Air Force in Britain. The option was open to every pilot in the U.S. and perhaps around the world to join the Brits in such a desperate time. The, ba- the Battle of Britain had not started yet. It would start almost half a year later, in July 1940. But Britain was already well aware of its shortage of pilots. Force had decided to allow volunteers, especially from the Commonwealth and the U.S., to be part of their flight squadrons. The training was fast, and the possibility to stay alive was very low. Objective number 1 for the conduct of the war by the German army, dated 31st of August 1939, instructed the invasion of Poland on the 1st of September as planned. Potentially, Luftwaffe operations against England were to dislocate English imports, the armament industry, and the transport of troops to France. must. They have seen the power of the German army, and after the invasion of Norway the same year, Britain stood alone against Hitler. This would result in what was called the Battle of Britain. Join the Army Air Force Cadet Training Program through the CPT Program. At the time, pilots would have to go through the CPT training program run by civilians, and once they had completed it, usually after the first solo flight, they would apply for the Air Force Cadet Training Program. The process was simple to start if you knew the right people, which you did. But the program would eventually get extremely difficult once you were part of the military as a cadet. That's when things got complicated. Eugene decided to stay in America and joined the cadet training program. Britain was good, but Eugene always thought staying in America would give him better chances to stay alive. He always used to say, call me a coward. But I made the right option. That's why I'm still alive. The CPT, or civilian training program, took him to a small airfield north of Tallahassee. A stubborn and old Floridian pilot, all of his money, he was accepted into the program without much problem. He also had the advantage of requiring less hours and less training. In fact, he was to do his first solo flight just a month after after starting. Taylor Craft BL-65 a 65 horsepower single engine, with enough maneuverability to be considered an aerobatic plane. The flight training was simple for Eugene. The tailcraft was very similar to the Piaggio, on the same power, same landing gear, and with the simple systems that Eugene was used to. For him, a lot of memories. The landscape was different, the structure was different, but the flying felt the same. Since his last flight in Italy. He was able to control the plane and landed it a couple of times. In less than a week, he was working on short landings and short takeoffs, and finally getting his first experience at inverted-as and other aerobatic maneuvers. It was all getting there pretty fast. The Taylor Craft BL-65 rapidly became his favorite plane. In less than a week, he was already doing advanced navigation, BFR flights around Florida, and some other maneuvers. Eugene's weeks in the CPT program were more focused on communication, making sure he was fully aware of the rules and regulations of civilian aviation in the US. Room next to the airport. He would also make sure to stay as many hours as he could in the newly communication cabin, which would be an A to C cabin in today's standards. The instructor would often advise Eugene to spend some hours listening to communications from the airport. As English was not his native language, he would often struggle to understand the communications from the loud cockpit of the plane. His days were simple. He would often wake up at 4 a.m., go to the airfield, work there until 9 or 10 a.m., get some rest, cook something, and prepare to fly for an hour or two. The weather in the region meant that he was often stuck in the ground due to high winds or excessive rain. After his flight, he would study for the rest of the afternoon until 6 when the airfield was closed. Then he was in charge of cleaning some hangers again. He would then go to the cabin and try to get some comms training. During the weekends, he would stay in the airfield as much as he could listen to communications. The training lasted a couple of weeks. His solo flight happened sometime between February and March 1940. Trying to remember dates, as his reference points, for example, New Year's Eve that year, was spent cleaning kitchenware in the airfield and studying. Not a lot of fun for him. I know a lot of things to remember it for. solar flight, he was referred to the Aviation Cadet Pilot Training Program in a place called Marshfield Elks Club. As a pilot with experience, Eugene became a cadet. They were to become second lieutenants and earn their silver pilot wings. CLASSIFICATION WEEK Early starts were to become a routine for Eugene's life for the next decade or two. It's to go through a very short but incredibly picky two-week classification process before going to, to the pre-flight stage. Get ready for the routine of the day which included several physical and mental exams. We would do everything as a unit. Wake up, shower, eat, go to training, get tested, eat, and sleep. That was my day. That was the military. We wouldn't sleep that much, Eugene said. What we would do was to smoke a lot. It's funny how it all worked. We were damaging our lungs and getting tested. It was all a mess, but we didn't care that much. In fact, we really didn't know we would be damaging our bodies by smoking. It was like chewing gum, nothing bad. That's the way it was back in the days. A lot for Eugene and everyone thinking of becoming a pilot. The test would determine whether or not they would be accepted into the pilot training program. They were also related in a scale from 0 to 9. This rating, if positive, would determine if they would be suitable to serve as bombardiers, navigators or pilots. Eugene grew more uneasy at the prospects of failing the exams. He was particularly worried about his sight. I used to believe I never had enough good sight as my fellow cadets. It was something I took from Italy. I used to remember the times when Hans was able to see the runway before I did. I was always scared my sight was not good. Other cadets, they, they would often try to determine who was the fittest to become a pilot. We all wanted to become a pilot. I would play games to see who was more capable. We used to have some games we heard about from older cadets or corporates and surgeons who were there in charge of us. A game where they would sit in a bunk, the three of them. Then other cadets would stick pieces of paper with some phrases or numbers across the room. The cadets sitting would try to see the numbers or whatever was written on them and get all of them correctly. That was a way to test their side against others. Eugene used to say, when I play, I was barely able to see the numbers. I couldn't sleep all night because of that. At the time of the test, I was so nervous I puked a couple of times before getting into the office and being examined. We have those kind of games for everything. Cardio, strength, coordination, all of it. We would write them all the time thinking it would help us determine who was going to become a pilot, navigator, bomber, or being scratched off the program. It was all a mental game from there. I understood that comparison with, ours, with others is perhaps the biggest hit to your confidence. From those two weeks onwards, I would just try to do my best to overcome my flaws. I would learn from the others but never compare myself. The reality for all of those cadets was simple. Fail one of the tests and you're gone. After, t- after the two weeks, the results were released. No ceremony or anything like that, just a simple letter and a talk with one of the high-ranking medics and one of the corporates in charge of them. The night after the results were assigned, they all gathered to say goodbye to several cadets in the unit. Most of them would go to be infantry or be part of other units within the army. I was very happy to learn that he had passed. From there, patience was, the was the key. All of the cadets suited to flight would have to wait an, an average of two months to get into the pre flight stage. Robert, now the only limiting factor was your mind. We saw that the test results as a victory for everyone who made it. Only three in my unit did. Unfortunately, the military didn't see it like this. We thought we were gonna have a break or something. Instead, we all got assigned to the kitchen and kept busy from sunrise to sunset with physical training, guard duty, and K.P. There was no rest, which meant that we were in the lower ranks, crappy days and shitty tasks to do. We really learned how to understand how to be humble and grow used to the military life. After just one month, Eugene and another member of the unit were embedded into the pre-flight course in Maxwell Field, Alabama. The letter arrived in the morning, and by afternoon, both were directed to the barracks to speak their belongings. This is when they officially started to train to become pilots in the Air Force.